reunited and it feels so good <laughs> we're a day late but we're one day just older and wiser and ready to record that's right i, I learned so much yesterday making myself available yesterday so uh, that is okay you were like, busy I'm working unavail you were busy Speaking being a breadwinner that's right i'm taking i have to make a living to provide for my son yes her cat's son. My cat's son. Yes. No. Yeah. So anyway, if you guys follow us on Instagram, which if you don't, what are you doing? Really? Um, follow Here. the A Block podcast on Instagram. Uh, if you do follow us, you saw that we posted on our story that, yeah, we um, scheduling and stuff. Sometimes, you know, we're all busy, busy gals. And so we're just a day later this week. But so I only got one. Uh, we did that to because you guys are all very sweet and listen. And we love when you guys are like, oh, where's the new episode? Like, that's so sweet. And we love that. But we did that just to let you guys know. And but I dug, I did get one Facebook message that said no new episode this week. No punctuation, <laughs> but just angry. And so of course, I if there's no punctuation and 10 exclamation points like I would put in like a heart, because right. that's how I message because I'm an adult woman. I take it as she was screaming at me. So to that one lady that messaged me, no new episode this week. And there was like, no I'm sorry. Wow. No coming. What? There was no punctuation. No punctuation at all. So to me, you're screaming. Was you're it yelling all lowercase or was there some caps? All lowercase. Okay. All lowercase. Um, I did see a TikTok not long ago that said, or maybe it was a, maybe it was just a tweet. And it was like, not me uh, changing one exclamation point in my professional email to a period just so they don't think I'm a psycho. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I do that. Cause I put exclamation points after everything. And I will go That's back and news. take one or two out. I'm like, can't wait to get back to you, exclamation point. Let me know if you have any questions, exclamation point. Yes. I'm hearing from you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I think it's hereditary because my mom is the biggest exclamation point user ever. Oh, and yeah. So I just embrace it at this point. Like, yes, well, I, I like mind. exclamation points. Well, it's like, if I'm not going to have a colorful font in my emails, how else can I show personality except showing that I'm in, highly enthusiastic about this conversation we're having? That's right. Exactly. I got, so I got just one message, um, from that post as well. And it was just one person who said, you disappeared from TV. What happened? Also, <laughs> that was like, well, six, it's taken them six months to get the I courage. Was gonna say, it's like literally almost eight months later. Where did you go? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Carol? Yeah. We, where's, yeah Carol where's Carol? Crouch? Where's Carol Crouch? <laughs> no, where's Carol? Where's Carol sent from my iPad? <laughs> <laughs> Never maybe, maybe that's where those people were messaging you on Facebook from their iPad. Hopefully. They may have been, and I like it. Um, I was laughing because, and I'll update you guys later about, I mentioned last week that true crime novel I've been reading called Trailed. Yeah. And at one point in it, and she purposefully left the copy in. You guys remember John Ashcroft, the old attorney general? Yeah. Yeah. So she had to reach out to him about a case and about a suspect and he like refused to email her back for the longest time. And then he finally emailed her back and said like, sorry, I don't have the memory. I don't, I don't remember that case well enough to comment on it. Thanks very much, John Ashcroft. And it said sent from my iPad under it, <laughs> included it in the text of her book. And I just thought so, so passive aggressive. And I love it. I you know, she had to include That's that. She's like, John Ashcroft just emailed me from his iPad. Just to say, like, no, I don't. That case wasn't important enough for me to remember it. Your case is not yes. only not important enough for me to remember it, but it's also not important enough for me to um, go to my computer and open it up and email you back. 
Mm-mm. It just made me laugh. And I was like, honey, Catherine Miles, you funny author. Like I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Like, you know, she's like, please get this people that I'm leaving this in on purpose. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, you're listening to the A Block. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, and you guys know the A Block. It's Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline. And it's brought to you by our title sponsors at Relics Bridal. They've been with us since the very beginning, two over two years ago, two and a half years ago now. They are the premier wedding dress shop in Lexington, located at the Summit at Fritz Farm. They have a huge selection of dresses, the latest designs, edgy, fun, different, but also classic silhouettes as well. We love the team so much. Um, if you scroll back to the olden days in our Instagram, you'll see a picture of us from one of our first episodes that we recorded right there in their showroom. Um, so if you or someone, you know, is in the market for a wedding dress, please give our friends at relics bridal a call to go ahead and book your appointment, visit their website, relicsbridal.com or their Instagram, Instagram page at relics bridal for more, more information. Relics is R E L I X. Thank you. Thank you for being our title sponsor. We're right. doing it. What's going on with everybody? I, I, well, I already know because I'm jealous of Jacqueline. I just saw she had what I think is the best margarita in town. Yes, Wait, I what? went to um, Coeur d'Alema. Oh, oh. Um, I, so I went to a workout class. If you don't live in Lexington, if you do live in Lexington, it's this place called Reach. On Thursdays at 4.15, they have like a Reach Plus. It's like cardio slash weights on their little... Mm-hmm stair stepper with handle situation. I don't really know. I guess you would call it a Versa climber. Um, I took that class. I went and met one, our friend, Sam. Um, we had like a quick dinner and a margarita. That was nice. Um, yeah. So good. Really about it today for me. Yeah, it was so good. They have really good, um, frozen margaritas, specifically the flavor prickly pear is, um, amazing. If you y'all know the frozen margarita was invented in Dallas, Texas. Amazing. It was. Yeah. The margarita machine is in the Smithsonian. It's like a whole thing. So in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a Jimmy Buffett margaritaville blender (laughs) or is it not? (laughs) I don't see those advertised and I'm like ran on that. I love it. I don't I know. It. I don't know that. I've just, that's always like that's a fun crazy. fact I've known about Dallas is that it's the home of the frozen margarita and, and home of like, Carol Crouch, home of Carol Crouch and Selena Gomez, y'all. Selena Gomez, y'all. A frozen mark. Frozen no. mark. What else do you need? Nothing. You don't need anything else. Absolutely nothing. Man, I was staunch. Now I'll drink a margarita, not frozen. But when I first became of drinking age, to me, there was no better beverage than a frozen Dang. margarita. Now so I, now, yeah. now I'll drink one that's not frozen. But for me, a margarita in my head was always frozen. Like if anyone yeah, that got yeah. it on the rocks, I was like, you're missing out on the slush vibe. Exactly. Yes. I would always be like, why would you waste your time with that? Yes. Or if like a place only did on the rocks margarita, I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Same, same. And now I'll order a margarita. I don't care how I get it. I love it. I've grown to appreciate the cocktail itself. Yes. But good. That makes me feel better that for me, I always was like, I think I even thought someone was lying the first time they were drinking a margarita on the rocks. And I was like, what are you having? You're like a margarita. I'm like, no, those are yeah. frozen. Stupid idiot. I think well, I do prefer it on the rocks now, actually. Oh, Which, really? Yeah. See, I, I would say, so I would, um, I don't know. I really can go either way. I would say mm-hmm. it depends on the place. And if I've been there, because sometimes some restaurants in their frozen margaritas 
taste very like like the the mixer like the lime that they put in it sometimes can taste too like fake fake you know yeah. like you can yes. tell that it's not fresh lime juice yeah. so that's when I don't like the frozen but um some places that do still use like the fresh squeezed in the frozen then I like won't mind it but honestly I really don't drink margs unless it's like during the summer and it's like a hundred degrees out and I'm sitting outside. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the, per- that, the perfect. I really, I really don't drink margaritas, which, and I do love them. I don't know. I, I don't really know what it is, but like, that's like when I'm in the mood for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a, definitely a summertime beverage. Yeah. Okay, this little cat. I'm sorry. My cat is being very funny right now. What's um, I, he was, well, he he's was, like, I heard you talk about me on there without my permission. Probably. Bitch. He was like tearing up a piece of paper. He likes paper. So like, I'll give him pieces of paper to like sit on and stuff like that. Sit on. You know, he loves to sit on paper. It's like, (laughs) I love that you were just going to breeze past that. Like, I'm like, everybody's cat needs something to sit on. He loves paper. He was like, he was like chewing it or ripping it. And so I kept like, look, I didn't know what the noise was at first. And I looked over and he had the guiltiest look on his face when I, and he just like, stopped and was just staring at me. And then like, once I stopped looking at him and I came back and turned my head, he started doing it again. And I turned and looked at him again. And he stopped and looked guilty again. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's been funny. Um, hilarious. I just bought, uh, ingredients again for the first time since I guess early pandemic days, um, all the ingredients to make margaritas at home. So, and uh, we, we had like, I don't know, a tequila shortage around here or something, which doesn't make any sense. Um, you, I I don't know. My total wine was just like the shelves were bare except for Casamigos. So I bought a smaller, like not a tiny bottle, but a smaller bottle of Casamigos. So I'm moving large. I have friends that tell me it's worth it. Our friend mutual, all three of us, our mutual friend Casey swears Casamigos is worth it. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm a cheap girl. I don't know. She's like, no, it's good. It is pretty good, which sorry, this reminds me I'm, I'm going, I didn't know I had so much to say about tequila. Oh, wait, sorry. I just misspoke. And I think Casey listens. I meant to say Chandler. Oh, because my oh, friend Casey, Taylor her family literally, Taylor. her family has a, an employee that works very high up in Tito's. And I just was like, I probably shouldn't be touting another. I know it's not vodka, but another big uh, spirits company. Yeah. Chandler loves Casamigos. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, this past weekend, I went to, um, there's a smaller town north of Dallas called McKinney. Mm-hmm. And I went up there. Um, and hung out with my friend Heather and we, they have like a cute little town square. It's not little though. It's gigantic. Um, and we had like walked into all these different places. We had had lunch and we, um, we got cocktails to go because you can still do that. So that was fun. So we had like just been walking, around, but we had gone into several different stores. And then we went into this like, um, cowboy hat store where you get like custom made cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. And we, we just decided to look around in there. And we looked over and there was just this little table with two bottles, a a bottle of bourbon, a bottle of rye, and a bottle of that long, tall, blue and white bottle of tequila that's really expensive. Mm -hmm. And you could just pour yourself a shot. And so we were like, 
um, we're what? having a shot of this because it's too expensive to and we had never have it otherwise. Yeah. It was so good. So it's like a sipping tequila, first of all. So it doesn't really taste like normal tequila. It was almost sweet. It was so good. And we were like dying. We were truly, we felt like we were getting away with a crime. We're like, is this allowed? And then finally, uh, an employee walked over. He's like, did y'all come here just for shots? And we we're like, well, we didn't know that's why we came didn't, here, but, but now we that did. we're here, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was so excited to get to try that tequila. <laughs> that is, I've seen that bottle. Like, I feel like anytime I see that bottle, I think of Kylie Jenner. I think, you know, maybe was it, is that, I don't know what that's called. She's that one viral video where she says, I got a cold cup of 42. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. 818 is kind is of, is that a different one? Yeah. Yeah. 818 is Kindles, but there's that, cra- that hilarious viral audio of 1942 or no. Yeah. You guys can tell, I don't know if you didn't pick up on this. We don't buy expensive tequila. So we know very little about it. Well, the, the one that I am talking about is, I think it's called Classe Azul tequila. Oh, okay. So, okay. So that's, that's different, but I know one, the exact that model. The one in like about. the ceramic thing. Yeah. It's like blue oh and white with a ball on top. Oh, so good. I've never had it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I got it to really a cowboy store in, in McKinney, Texas. You know, we could not believe it. We're like, what is going on in here? And we had a shot of bourbon and a shot of tequila and Excellent. then left. Bye. Psychotic, but um, that it was is so funny. I know it was. Well, I guess do they? Well, I don't want to put their business in the street, but I guess do they have their liquor license? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I don't even know the name of the place, so I have what no way to out them. Except I do think it's probably the only store of its kind on the McKinney Square. So if Love you're it. in that area, tell them Claire sent you. Hmm. Love uh, it. That sounds yeah, excellent. It was excellent. Um. I'm trying to think what's going on with me. I've been very proud of myself and I'm going to talk about this a little later in favorites or in self-care, but I've been, I've been off my workout game for the last couple of months. Just haven't been doing it like regularly. Like I've been on walks and stuff like that, but I feel my best when I'm going to workout classes. And this week, Sunday night, I was like, I'm getting back on it. So I went ahead and booked four workout classes for this week. I've been to three, including one tonight. Nice. Y'all. Oh my gosh. Just what a difference in my energy levels and in my mindset and everything. So mm-hmm. if you're off your workout game, just do it. Just make book classes and go, even if you don't friggin' feel like it to anyone out there, because I had to tell myself that I was like, just do it. And I'm so glad. And I'm now I feel back into it after three days. I'm like, I'm back baby. Yeah. yeah. Once you do it, it's like you're, you really start craving the way it makes you feel totally. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, um, too, I, so like if I ever find myself where I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I really don't want to do a class. Like I would rather just like go for a long walk. I tend to, to not be out of the habit of like going to classes or at least going to the gym beyond walking. I just like, I'm max like three days in a row. Like I would probably say two days max. And then like the third day, I always go to a class, no matter how much I hate it or whatever. Like I just try to like not go more than two days. Mm -hmm. I I have found personally that that is like my uh, maximum time without Mm -hmm. a day before I will not go for like weeks on end. Exactly. Yeah. Once it passes those couple of days, you're like, I'm out of the habit. I don't even know how, how do you go to workout classes? I don't remember. I'm like, what's a... What's a, a curl? I don't know what that is. Ever heard of her? 
It is. Um, and it's like, you have to find the balance though. Cause like, I, I know for sure I've been in a phase where like, I felt like I had to work out. Like I have, I have, I have to go work out today. I, if I don't work out, like it, like in that way, it was like unhealthy. Uh-huh. And then like yeah. the other end of the spectrum is like, oh, I haven't been, I haven't moved my body in weeks. <laughs> yeah. And yes, so totally. Yeah. It's good to, yeah. When you can find that balance of like, I'm enjoying it and it's, I don't feel like I'm spending my life in the gym, but I'm stressing out about what you're doing and what you're not doing. And if you're doing enough or if you're doing too little is like, yeah. Yeah. And you can't compare it to anybody else. Anybody else's like, cause I'll see like people on like social media stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, they work out. It looks like six days a week. Do I need to be working out that much? Or I'll be like, or when you're not working out at all, it's like, Oh my God, I'm a slug. Everyone else is working out. It's like, no, everybody's body is different. For me, the balance is trying to decide, do I really not want to go to this class? Cause I really am exhausted and I need to rest or am I just being lazy? <laughs> That's I'm the hard question. Yeah, me too. I'm usually, if I'm like, no, once I get there like, tonight, oh, okay. the class I went to, it was a new class I haven't been to in a while. And I was a little nervous. And then I got there with like one minute to spare and I had to pee a little bit, but I didn't want to miss the beginning of the class where they explained what we were doing. Cause I was kind of nervous. So I did the full hour class fully having to pee the whole time. Oh, I've so done that before where you're control. like, Oh, that is the worst, the yeah. worst. But I was like, I don't want to miss any of the instructional part because I'll be, I'll look like a buffoon. So then I'll oh, the greatest pee of my life right after that class was over. <laughs> I went in the bathroom and I was like, let loose, I'm losing five pounds right now, just in, in bladder weight. Um, speaking of the bathroom, something funny oh, happened good. at work this past <laughs> week. We have to talk about poop every episode now. We have so to. Guys. We this have happened. To. This happened the Grow other up. day. Um, at work, it was uh, Monday or Tuesday of this week. I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Monday, and I was sitting in my office, and my the woman who works in the office across this little hall from me, she's kind of like mild mannered and um, like soft spoken. She was like, um, she peeked her head in my office and she said, Claire, I, uh, I just went to the bathroom and, uh, well, I, I wasn't sure if it, it's what I saw at first it was right. And then, well, and I saw, well, uh, uh there were two shits on the floor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> I was like, no, I love how she just delivered that. Well, it was the funniest. She, there was there uh two shits on the floor I know it's like she couldn't figure out what it was the funniest way anyone could have broken that news first of all and then I was just like wait what she was like yes someone pooped on the floor two times and like tracked it around into the lobby because we have like a we have like a private bathroom oh god but then this is like a public facing bathroom where like people from the public also twice yeah and it's still a mystery as to who did it and how it happened. But it was like, I mean, it was all, no one could focus on their work for like almost two hours. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Cause now you're on a fact finding mission. You're like, oh. someone did this. Who are they? We have are they cold surveillance video. Yeah. Oh, um, but figure it out. I have, I haven't been updated on the investigation, but we do have investigators in my office. So that's true. Literally. We, so we, we may have. Give a couple, just a couple. I think they were just trying to make sure it wasn't an employee. A disgruntled Um, one at that, it seems. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) I don't think it was. It was probably. Hopefully it was just um, a health emergency. Yes. I don't think it was that. I I think we were able to determine that it was not like a. 
someone was sick type of situation. Oh, you think someone just chose to do it? That is the consensus. That is the, the, the general feeling we've, we've gotten from. I don't want to ask too much about size, color, frequency. I just want to know. Okay. So it wasn't someone sick. It was just too full thing. Okay. You know, and I just, I want to say. They far apart or close together. I I personally did not see it because I would, I said, I can't see that. I'm sorry. I would have to. I think I would throw up. I love to look at crime scene photos and shit. I would go in there and be like, I'll plug my nose. I can't smell it. Smell it. I'll start throwing up, but I got to see it. Uh, There's something about poop on the floor. That was just a bridge too far for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I can can look at crime scene shit, but the the second I look at shit, I'm out. I'm done. (laughs) You count me out. I'm down for the count. That's going on your gravestone, Jacqueline. That's going on your gravestone. I mean, I could, I could probably smell it from like, uh, like we're clear. Oh no. I probably could smell it. And that's when I would literally have to just be done. I just want to (laughs) say whoever this sweet woman is in your office, I deeply, deeply appreciate her word choice because I would have never said it that way, but I now see that that is the best way to have said it. I would have probably said there's someone pooped on the floor in there is what I would have said. But no, the sentence structure of there's two shits on the floor Mm -hmm. is the most beautiful sentence. I mean, the most perfect way to describe it. It was gorgeous. It really was. And I, then I of course had to tell it like that to some people, but my loud mouth, I was like, someone pooped in the women's bathroom. (laughs) And someone was like, Claire, hush. I was like, no, everyone needs to know this. (laughs) like and it wasn't me (laughs) following up I um I love how like when she was trying to tell you she wanted to tell you in that way but it was but was like maybe trying to think of a different way to tell you and then mid-sentence was just like I'm just gonna tell her the way I want her I think she was like I want to say it (laughs) she was trying to like say it delicately but I think she then realized like there's no delicate way to put this yeah Um, totally a human a what appears to be a grown human has opted to brown apples green apple splatters onto the <laughs> oh god oh <laughs> one of my favorite south park episodes there was love a it. there was a diarrhea episode on south park and one lady described pooping i just gave birth to a brown baby boy and then the other one said i had the green apple splatter <laughs> <laughs> And people say there's nothing good about America anymore. We give you South Park, okay? That's a good, good classic, good classic show. Love it. It really is. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. A similar story, a similar thing happened when I was a pharmacy tech in college at a local pharmacy, but it was an old man and he was in, I may have told you guys this before, but the story, but yeah, he was in dire straits and asked to use our non-public restroom. And we said no. And then we realized we can't tell this poor man, no. I'm shocked we didn't have to renovate the bathroom after the fact. It was so horrendous. It was everywhere. It was unbelievable. Like, how does this happen? I know these. Yeah, I was like, uh, that bad. It was on the walls. <gasps> it was on the door handle. It was on the sink. Yeah, I think he fell in it. Oh, and all of us were like, oh no, oh. he wasn't that old. He was just, uh, I think he was just, it was, oh God, it was, oh, God. it was so bad. I think oh, I, I nearly quit my job. If I would have quit had they asked me to clean it up, but thank God we had a janitorial staff because I was like, 
I know I'm the low man on the totem pole, me and all these other young girls who are pharmacy techs, but I'm not cleaning that up. I cannot, I cannot do oh, it. I can't. Hell no. We, yeah. In fifth grade, we lost bathroom privileges because someone wiped poop all over a stall. Oh, why? Why would anyone do that? That's what, that's what we were all saying. We're like, who's this sicko? You also announced it then. You stood up. And- <laughs> <laughs> I probably oh, did. Knowing Someone rubbed poop all over the bathroom. Claire, be quiet. No, <laughs> they need to know. Everybody they needs to know. Needs to around. Yeah. God. Well, oh. uh, you're welcome for that lovely line of conversation. I'm sorry. We'll have to put an asterisk in it because I don't think we can have a cuss word, but the, just so we're clear, the title of this episode is there are two shits on the floor or just, <laughs> or just two shits on the floor. <laughs> I think it's better without fully explain. just two shits on the floor. You're so up, you're welcome. KSR. You're welcome. KSR. So obviously KSR will want us back for many, many years to come. It's a good story. You know? Oh dear. That's um, unbelievable. Okay. Well, um, what do we want to talk about first? Jacqueline dropped this knowledge. Claire and I both didn't know this first thing that we have on our rundown tonight about Prince yeah. Harry and Meghan Markle. Spill, Jacqueline. What so, do you know? I saw this the other day. Apparently, it's exclusive um by page six that Harry and um Meghan Markle have hired a director to help them with their Netflix um, documentary, docu-series. Um, apparently, they have been working on it for more than a year. Uh, yeah, um, I'll say. Yeah, it's been yeah. yeah right? Where is the podcast as well? Like, I am yes. My patience is zero right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. what I agree. Enough already. Just churn it out. We clearly, we get these podcasts. <laughs> we cobble it together in mere minutes. We put minutes of work into our podcast. It is the least they could do. Oh. We literally text and we're like, yeah, that sounds cool. Da, 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 da. Okay. All right. Bye. See you later. Like, but I, you I, don't see me putting out press releases three years in advance. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So um, I'm on page six. Um, the article just, you know, kind of says that, um, this, uh, director Liz Garbus, um, apparently has been seen like in the background as they've been pictured, um, they being obviously Megan and Harry, um, specifically even last September during their visit to NYC. Um, and I think also under like that trip, they were being, that was, that's supposed to be a part of their documentary. Um, and then like, there's been a, the article lists like a couple of other trips that they've had. So I, it kind of seems like they've filmed a bunch of things, um, that are going to be included. Like, um, yeah, they've had a film crew with them, like everywhere they've gone over yes. the past year. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm just now I'm looking at the, one of the page six articles and yeah, there's all these photographers, like with video videographers, the background of all their appearances in New York when they came last or a couple months ago. Yeah. 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 So it says like they followed them to like a red carpet thing to honor veterans aboard the USS Intrepid in Manhattan. Another like lunch thing in New Jersey, like something else, like, you know, just several different events um, throughout the things that they've been doing in the past, I guess, like two years. So um, I, it seems 
I mean, I don't really know for sure, um, but it seems like they basically have just hired this, um, you know, director to help them probably just go to actually like put this stuff together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just to Mm -hmm. help. I am not as a someone who does root for them. I am not clear on how much this is going to help their public image. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I I, I'm curious. What do y'all think? Do you think it's cause I'm, I was Um, scanning it as well. And it's showing like, I, yeah, it's just talking about all the different things that they've documented. And again, I just go back to like, why do I care? Why do we care? What do you do? Yeah, no, I agree. I've kind of been like, uh, too much time has passed, honestly. Yeah, in my opinion. Honestly. I'm kind of like, I would have loved to have seen this when all the shit was going down, or even six, eight, ten months ago. But for me, and now I'm kind of like, is it too little, too late? Like, well, and they've done so much. Like, yeah, this these huge press releases about their deal with Netflix, their deal with Spotify, and all these things that they're going to do. Yet, like, we haven't seen anything nothing has come to fruition and I understand that there have been bigger things going on she's had a baby they've had turmoil within the royal family etc etc but I still think somewhere in there we could have put together two episodes of a podcast yes exactly or just something yeah I feel like I'm like what is the hold up like the page six article I just read it said Netflix is finally getting a quote uh, unquote pound of flesh from Harry and Meghan like it's true it's like finally all this stuff they were promising but it's just like yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if too much time has passed that people, I think people will be interested. Like I would like to watch it. I mean, it would I'll watch cool. it. I love to see what goes on behind the scenes with really famous people. Cause it's always different than you think it is. It's always for so sure. different. So but it's for me, the, but for as far me as- the only thing that this shows is that this is going to be very curated. Oh, absolutely. And as that's is everything not something about Megan and Harry that I want to watch. I want to watch like producers going into the gym while Megan is working out and they're talking about some article that the Daily Mail has released about the queen or about whoever. And so someone is calling Megan on the phone being like, oh my God, what do we do? What do we say? And the the producers are arguing outside of the gym and then they walk in and are like, I want it to be like that. Yeah, it will never be like, like the, that, Jacqueline. Like the Kardashians. I was gonna say they're most. I was gonna say I was like, so like Kim in the gym when we found out about. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I was I gonna say to they are like not that. the Kardashians. Like, yeah, and I want it to be in more real time. And honestly, yeah. even, even if it is going to be this curated, fine, whatever, fine. Well, they've been very but intentional like, that they want to make a di- like they want. They don't, they're not doing it. I think for entertainment sake, they are doing it at least from their, what they've portrayed so far is to like make a difference in some way mm-hmm. to affect which change, is, which is great. But if you're going to do a reality show, I don't want to watch a reality show about a, just to be honest for me, the term reality show. And that's what it said in the page six article, a reality show about them. It's Megan and Harry at home. I'm like, fine. If you're going to do a reality show, show us how your daily lives are. Show us who you people are that we don't get to see. I'm not interested in watching you talk about 
an, how important a charity or yeah. how important something is. I don't need you telling me how important something is. You can do that in press releases and at events. I think it's totally. lovely to be using their star power. But if that's what the reality show is going to be like, look at us being so philanthropic. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that. Or I even want to see them talk about what it's like to be involved in philanthropic things and be like not really associated with the royal family anymore, at least officially. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, how does that change things? Like, are these, you know, philanthropic entities as welcoming as they were before? Like, what's your relationship like with the royal family now? I don't know. I just, I, and it I might just bring up more questions than answers. Yeah. Kind of totally. of what you're saying, like, and- we're still never going to get the answers we want of like, how are things really? Yeah. I just, I wish it was slightly more real time. And mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of reality shows, even to this day, still have this issue where it's like, they, they do the show, you know, a year ago. And then they, like a, a little over a year later, the show beginning of it airs. And it's mm-hmm. just like by this, I don't know. It's like, I don't understand. I just wish that the time in between it being filmed and it being in it airing, it was smaller. Um, and at this mm-hmm. point in time with them specifically, I mean, they have been filming this for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see. I have hope that maybe it'll be better than I mean, obviously what we're, we're thinking. All watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. without and question. In the, and in the one, the one podcast episode they've released, I'll got to give it to, to them. They were incredibly charming. I loved listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I thought what they did with it was cool. So I'm like, okay, surely they'll deliver keep it going something or deliver something else. Yeah. But yeah. So like, I hope, be. I hope it does well. I hope that these parts, cause I mean, it was such a big announcement when it was like, they had this deal with Netflix when all that stuff was going on. And it just seemed like they, you know, they moved to America. They did the big Oprah interview. Then the, they announced they have all these deals. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I hope it's worth all the hype. I really do. I really do for their sake and for their charity's sake that they want to help and use their star power to help. And also for our silly little entertainment hungry minds. <laughs> yes. What if, they, what if, what if, what uh, if Will and Kate come out and they do a, a reality series with Amazon prime, they come out and they're like, fine, Netflix, but theirs would be so perfect and lovely. It's just, I just want Louie. I just want Louie to be the star of the show. Louie going absolutely nuts. It's just a show called Louie's funny faces. He's the total middle child. And I love it for him. He's He's such a little, he's the youngest. He's the youngest. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. Sweet Charlotte's the middle child who I think is just, I mean, they're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. Sweet children. Sweet children. Um, um, okay, so stay tuned. And yeah, we will give full review when that when Harry and Meghan's, uh, whatever it's going to be called. Yeah. Well, uh, and also, let's say this too, in that article by page six, there was like no hint about when this will air or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just scrolling the article again just to make sure I didn't miss anything. I swear if it leaks, it's like I'm t- early 2024. I will scream. I will it's scream. Probably, honestly, probably though. Honestly, the, I, I have never been so let down as recently. Uh, do you guys have Publix grocery stores in Texas, Claire? No. We don't have them here in Kentucky either, 
but they're a Florida-based chain that's slowly been making their way up the country. We got oh a press God, so good. They're my favorite. They're so good. They have one in Tennessee. My parents shop there every time I go home. It's the best or whenever I'm in Florida. Amazing. We got a press release recently, like this week, a week, a week ago that said Publix makes it official. They're bringing a store to Lexington. And we were all like, yes. But then when you click on the article, it literally said like fall 2024. Well, and we're all like, don't even tell us then. Don't even (laughs) tell us if you're going to be like, congratulations in two years. Why don't you start the construction, put up the drywall and then be like, surprise. Yeah. They're like, it's not a Colts. It's a public. You know what? I don't want to wait two years to get a Buffalo chicken pub sub. Yes. I was just going to say the pub subs, the pub subs. These are not your grocery store hoagies of the past friends. These are the best Sammies you'll ever get. I would say it is like Publix to me is like an affordable whole foods. Yes. Oh, wow. I really like that. Yeah. No, I, but it's like a dash of Trader Joe's and like how sometimes like they're like their specific brand of stuff is like kind of weird, but it's like Mm -hmm. actually pretty good. But Mm -hmm. I would say it's like all of their stuff is like very fresh because I, I mean, like my family lives in South Carolina and Florida and like, that's like where we shop whenever I go like visit them. So, okay. But Yes. That's like, it's like been my favorite grocery store, obviously. Yes. Costco, but so you know what? Let's not hold our breath for Publix or Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Whenever it happens, it happens. <laughs> the same time, 2024, I'm like going to be like, no, I'm just going to go <laughs> sit in the chip aisle and, uh, at Publix and watch the documentary on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> just be like my two favorite things. Here we go. <laughs> ready-made snacks. Um, let's give a big hand clap. This is going to be a short thing, but we do want to say, let's give a big hand clap to, um, two people being held accountable for their crimes. R Kelly and Ghislaine Maxwell, both sentenced to decades in prison for human trafficking or sex trafficking or sex crimes. R Kelly was sentenced to 30 years this week for basically using his star power to abuse countless young women. And then Ghislaine for I feel bad that it kind of seems like she's the sacrificial lamb for the Jeffrey Epstein uh, debacle. No, she was very guilty though. No, I know. I'm just yeah. saying to me, it will never be enough because he does. Yeah. I'm angry that he is dead. And yeah. I will always yeah. Yeah. No, I know she is fully guilty. I probably shouldn't yeah. use different words, but I'm like, no punishment for her will ever be enough. Cause I'm like, without punishing Jeffrey Epstein, that little idiot that killed him, quote unquote, killed himself. I don't yeah, care. Did he, did he, mm-hmm. uh, I love 20 years for her 30 years for R. Kelly. Amazing. Love this news. I know. I hope that means she is in prison for the rest of her life. I probably, I mean, 20 years. I mean, she, could well, get actually that's true. She could get out. Cause is she in her fifties? I don't know how old she is. I just, I was so happy to see that, but yeah, I'll always feel a tinge of, and I think most people will of just, unsatisfaction in that case because oh, for sure yeah like it's like she is a monster but he was if you can be if there are scales of monsters he was the biggest monster and yes. but yeah she just uh that woman needs help yeah she's 60 she's 60 okay her so birthday she- is christmas oh well hmm. interesting um so she'd be 80 if she serves sure. her full sentence which i imagine she will um yeah. So that, is she in federal? Yeah. Federal court. Yeah. They make you serve every damn yeah. day. Your sentence yeah. in federal. Um, well, she was in federal because I, I saw some people saying, and 
I, I feel like I probably just saw this in like Twitter in general, but people were like upset that you could watch the Johnny Depp, you know, Amber Heard case, but you couldn't watch the Ghislaine Maxwell case, but mm-hmm. no, it was in federal. Oh, it was in federal. And then the R. Kelly thing, I never watched the, cause I, I watched watch it either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch any of the documentaries or the shows that came out recently about the R. Kelly saga and all the, his accusers and stuff. Jacqueline, did you it watch it? Um, so I watched some of, I think I watched a couple of the documentaries. Um, so basically he would like, obviously he would base, he would say he would go up to girls and be like, oh, you're the next like Whitney Houston or you're like like pretty and whatever. And then, and then he would basically be like, oh, you could, you should come live with me and like record in the studio. And like, and that's how he would lure these like girls in. And like the parents would just be like, yeah, because you know, it's R. Kelly and it's like this big singer and like, he seems like trustworthy and whatever. And then the girls would get there and they basically would be like locked in these rooms and like, which is crazy. Also, okay. This is another um, side note about R. Kelly. So my, um, I grew up uh, in the South West suburbs of Chicago and um, specifically my hometown is called Orland Park and um, R. Kelly for like many, many years lived in, um, it was Tinley Park, I think is where his house was, which would basically be like a town over. And he would work out at the Lifetime Fitness in my hometown, um, which was like off of a main street. But whenever he would go work out there, he would take his big tour bus. What? So the tour so like the tour, like, you know, like those big buses and it would be R. Kelly and like his face. As if we so couldn't hate on it. Gotta get your name out like there. You know? the it's like uh, it's like in the parking lot, and everyone's like, "All right, I guess fucking R. Kelly's like at Lifetime today." Yes. And then like I don't, I, I don't know if I was ever inside actually when he was there, but I I had driven past it several times when he was there, and like had seen, had I have actually witnessed his truck like this bus outside of this thing. So like, <laughs> I know for a fact that like, I have seen it there. That is insane. And I had, um, we were members like growing up and stuff, but I, I don't, I want to say that like wherever he was like in lifetime that he would make them basically be like, like he would make the employees like shut that area down. Oh God. Yeah, it's probably so annoying. So. It's like, why don't you just like go or go? I don't know, whatever. It's like, why don't you just go to prison? Okay, to like community place, like where all these like little kids go. I don't know, whatever. Ugh. But that's just a rumor. I had never been. I was never inside actually when he was there, but I do remember yeah. seeing his truck there, and it was. Well, I'm just it always gave me the creeps. But that's like, a little I'm, side note. I, that's so funny. Like, but that tracks because he just seems like such an egomaniac that thought he could get away with this for so long. He, and he needed the attention. Who else goes to the gym and drive? I want to go to the gym and have no one see me at any point. I don't want anybody looking at me. And most stars oh, are that cool. way. They just want to work out and never have, you know, we're regular people, no. but I'm like, for him to do that, I'm just like, yeah, of course he did that. And I'm, I'm just, I feel like for most of my adult life, or at least when I became conscious about R. Kelly, 
he's always been a joke and it's always been these rumors of him, you know, Oh, there's always been something always. Yeah. There's always been very disgusting rumors rumors. or exactly. So for it all to be confirmed and for him to finally, finally being held accountable is like, thank God. Yeah. I will say his trapped in a closet series is incredibly, it's nothing if not entertaining. It is entertaining. It is. I, I watched it a couple of years ago with James, my friend, and we were in awe of it. Like, and I'm not saying in a good way, like truly like in awe of like, what in the actual hell, what am I looking at? Yeah. What is going on? I mean, obviously, obviously we knew like the first couple, but it goes on for like 30 parts. It yes. goes on for a really long time and it's all on YouTube and I am by no means I'm trying to support him or give him money. I am just saying as a statement of fact that that was, it was entertaining in a, yes. in a truly totally. baffling way. And of course this my, ma- man's mind is twisted. Like, of mm-hmm. course it is. <laughs> like, of course it is. Like in a way a it's like, mind can come up with this. We should have known a man that can write a 300 minute song about <laughs> being trapped in the closet. There's something not right there. And the, the, and the things that happened within that song was just, uh, it, it just got more and more bizarre. It yeah. was so bizarre. Oh, so, so props to the American yes, justice system. Justice. It does work sometimes. So justice for R. Kelly's victims, justice for Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Hallelujah. What a relief. It take the wheels of justice turn slowly, as they say. It always takes way too long, but done now. Just want to give a shout out and say, thank God. Exactly. Keep the creeps off our streets. Hashtag. <laughs> That's my platform in this pageant that I'm in. Keep the creeps off the streets. I love that. Thank you, Miss Tennessee. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, another big case that again we won't have satisfaction with, but that there is news in this week is the Gabby Petito Brian Laundries saga. Um, it came out this week. They finally released some of the transcript of the journal that was found with him when he was found and confirmed to be have committed suicide. Um, yeah, did you guys read what some of it said? I did not. I've seen, I've seen the headline yeah. and I, we're, we're in a, t- a time right now, just as an aside where it's like, you truly have to pick and choose which devastating, disturbing oh, story yes. you give disturbing your brain. You want to like really mess yourself up with in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is one where I've been like, you know what, I'm, I'll learn about it. I'm sure. And so now here is my, my opportunity to learn. So <laughs> here we go. Um, okay. So according to, um, ABC news in, um, Tampa, they, um, so they have quoted part of Landry's, like, this is the journal entry, I guess, slash suicide note where he is explaining. Um, he basically goes on to explain why he killed Gabby Petito. Mm-hmm. So it's a full so, confession. Yes. But it's infuriating. But he's like trying to justify it. Okay. So he says, I don't know the, ex- so this is a direct quote. Okay. So he says, Mm -hmm. I don't know the extent of Gabby's injuries, only that she was in extreme pain. I ended her life. I thought it was merciful. That is that it is what she wanted, but I see now all the mistakes I made. I panicked. I was in shock, but from the moment I decided I took her pain away, I knew I couldn't go on without her. And then I guess in the next page, He goes on to say, I rushed home to spend time with the family that I had left. 
I wanted to drive north and let James or TJ kill me, which are Gabby's brothers. But I wouldn't want them to spend time in jail over my mistake, even though I'm sure they wouldn't have um, anyways. And then he says, I'm sorry for everyone's loss. Please do not make life harder for my family. They lost a son and a daughter. The wonderful girl, the wonderful girl in the world, Gabby, I'm sorry. And then he ends the note with saying, I have killed myself by this creek in hopes that animals may tear me apart, that it may make some of her family happy. Please pick up all of my things. Gabby hated people who litter. Oh my gosh. I didn't read that last part. That makes me want to punch him. His, so her family has spoken out because basically it's saying, I, instead of taking responsibility for her death, it's saying I did it out of murder. He basically had said that she fell while they were hiking and hurt herself cra- and yeah, she was complaining he, of pain. So he thought, well, I'll, I'll give a mercy killing is what yeah. he is trying to frame it as. Okay. Yeah, sure. her family he's, has spoken out and said like that's bs like that is no they were like we don't believe that for a second he killed her because he was an abuser yeah i mean he literally admits he's an abuser without admitting he's a, an abuser in this exact line but from the moment i decided took her pain away i knew i couldn't go on without her mm-hmm. aka if i can't have her no one else can mm-hmm. that is the exact wording of an abuser yeah it's just it's just uh it's it's so frustrating when a perpetrator or in this case a confessed perpetrator kills themselves because it's just so like no that's not fair like she didn't absolutely get absolutely unreal yeah it's unreal it's unfair and it's just so I mean that talk of that case and when it was going on when they were searching for him gripped the entire nation it was so where the hell is he yeah, and then yeah. when they finally found him dead it was like a little closure but just so freaking frustrating like come on man if you're brave enough to kill her be brave enough to face the consequences I mean it what in a way like when like when there's a terrible tragedy like when there's a mass shooting say we're familiar with that topic oh yeah um it's usually i would say a relief for probably those families if the suspect is killed because that way it doesn't get drawn out it's over the person who did it's gone you don't have to live through the trauma of this trial like Mm -hmm. there's no question who did it Mm -hmm. etc and it's like okay they could have gotten that in this situation, except now it's still being drawn out because this, he wrote this journal and now we're having to see, you know, it's like, it's almost as bad as having to hear him testify and like explain himself and Mm -hmm. gives him a voice when it's like, no, you don't get to tell us your story. You did this to her. You, you were not the victim. So Mm -hmm. stop, you know, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I imagine it's just very traumatizing for her family. Yeah. Just like, so it's, it's, it'll never make up for what happened. And I'm just like, what I want to know more and dig into, and hopefully they'll release more is like, I want to be like, did she have significant injuries that they see did not contribute to her death? Can't they investigate and see if there's any truth to his claims? Did she have non-fatal injuries? Well, I'm sure she's probably 
laid to rest now. So, oh no, I know. I just yeah. mean the original autopsy yeah. report and stuff like that. If they can go, investigators can go back and look at that, and that could confirm whether or not like she had really significant injuries that he had to mercy kill her for. I highly doubt it, but it would just be interesting to have those details. Yeah. Um, anyway, a sad, have, sad story. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, her family is suing his family now for saying, uh, yeah, I think it's civil court or maybe not criminal, but in civil court. It's uh, yeah. So we'll see. What a mess. And it's not even that much money. It was only like 30 grand. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, come on. Anyway. All right. Well, um, I'm going to lighten the mood a little bit. Let's do it because, you know, talking, thinking and, you know, brainstorming for this week's episode, I was like, what do we want to talk about? And one of my true loves in this life is ice cream. And we are coming up on 4th of July and, you know, summertime is a real, I would say it's ice cream's time to shine. However, I like ice cream year round, but that's neither here nor there. So we're going to get into a little ice cream talk and we're going to have a little ranking system here in a second. But first I just, as a little exercise, was like, you know what, I'm going to see if ice cream's been in the news lately, I don't know. Let's just see oh, if we've got any ice cream oh, for you. And to my delight, yeah. we've got and... a couple different things to talk about because I really didn't know. Okay. And so the, the first is the title of the article just out on the 27th. So very new. The newest ice cream flavor, frog. <gasps> yes. Everyone oh. was horrified to see this image floating around Facebook. So ice cream flavors have been going off the rails lately. I don't know if you've y'all seen um, the Van Leeuwen ice cream flavor. There was a Grey Poupon flavor recently. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's been deviled egg, ketchup, Kraft mac and cheese, all recent um, oh. ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. But this week, Tracy Weimelt Holtman Thought she was grabbing a tub of plain vanilla from her local supermarket. But when her daughter opened the container for a scoop, they found a frog resting right on top of the ice cream. Oh my God. And there is a picture. (gasps) I I don't, you won't be able to see it, but if you Google it, it's in there. Okay. That is crazy. It says, some says it kind of resembles insect legs. The theory about how the frog got in there in the first place is confusing. No one's quite sure. They think maybe like the frog was after something that was in the ice cream. Now there has been an update that Snopes, the fact-checking website has raised alarms that the frozen frog may be a hoax. Several other social account, social media accounts have posted the same image with eerily similar captions. While it was originally reported that the frog was in a container of blue bunny ice cream, the brand of ice cream has not been confirmed. The post has been updated to include a statement from Wells Enterprises, the producer of Blue Bunny ice cream. Mm. So anyway, that's just been, it's been making the rounds apparently on Facebook. Um, the, uh, the ice cream company says, Wells Enterprises launched an investigation into the incident immediately upon learning of it. In addition to reaching out directly to the affected consumer, we acknowledge the product in question is made by Wells Enterprises. And through our investigation, we confirmed this could not have occurred during our manufacturing. Mm. So I guess they're saying it could have happened 
at some other time or they planted it or it's fake, but they did offer them a refund. So mm. we've got that. <laughs> that is crazy. So is it under, you know, usually ice creams like, well, no, I guess not all of no. them. They don't have the plastic covering, like you have the lid and some, then you have the plastic you have to peel off, but some don't, it's just the lid. Yeah. Cause Bluebell went through that whole thing a couple of years ago when someone, um, like coughed on the Bluebell ice cream in the grocery oh, store. Yes, that's right. Okay. And so a lot of them do have a cover now, but yeah, not all of them do. Mm. Um, another really quick story, uh, Klondike bars. Uh, this was just, this is an article as of yesterday, June 29th. So in 1922, Klondike bars sold for just 10 cents a piece. They're technically cheaper now. So, you know, a lot of things are getting more expensive Oh, cool! in this day and age. Um, not your Klondike bar, because right now they are the equivalent of just about 67 cents each because a box costs $4, a box of six. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Those are expensive. I thought they were more expensive than that. They're not. Because when I was a kid, getting a Klondike bar was a treat. Oh, oh yeah. We didn't buy them. They were, no, if yeah. my mom bought them, they were like, these are mom and dad's. Yes. It was like, um, get away. Yeah. So that's a little something that they are, they, they are originally from Ohio. Klondike bars. Klondike, love um, them. Oh, they're from Ohio. I don't know where I thought they were from. Did I think they were from Alaska? I don't know. I don't know either. And <laughs> okay. So <laughs> national ice cream day is coming. Uh, July is in fact national ice cream month. So uh, did, did you know that ice cream was invented in China. I did not know that. Really? Okay. Yes. So many of us might assume that ice cream originated in Italy due to the, uh, due to gelato, but in yes. fact, ice cream made specifically with milk. The concept we know today was a Chinese concoction from around 200 CE. It was brought to Europe via Italy over 1000 years later by explorer Marco Polo. What? Yes. Um, Marco. July became National Ice Cream Month in 1984. Uh, President Ronald Reagan declared July National Ice Cream Month with National Ice Cream Day to be celebrated on the third Sunday. So it's a it's a real legit holiday. Yeah, it's not just one of those that we hear about that I'm like, is this made up? Who made this up? No, I like this. This this is um, this is cool. I'm just here. (laughs) New Zealand consumes the most ice cream per capita. Okay. Really? And they're a very small country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's considering the three of us. So that's exactly. So, wow. Well, it says other countries of ice cream lovers include the U.S., where an impressive 20.8 liters are eaten per capita, and Australia, where each person puts away 18 liters. Um, I love that it said an impressive. Yeah, that's why we all do it. We aim to impress. I'm, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, I'm only here. impressing. That's only why I eat ice cream, you know? Mm-hmm. Iran makes a noodle ice cream. A noodle ice cream? What? It's made with vermicelli noodles. What does that mean? Okay. With rose water and syrup. Weird. And I'll try it. It takes a weighty 12 pounds of milk to make one gallon of ice cream. Wow. Norway, uh, a Norwegian company made the biggest ice cream cone ever. Okay. And let's see if I have one final fact here. Vanilla ice cream is statistically the most Instagrammable. 
And I would disagree, but continue. And then (laughs) you'll find some of the weirdest ice cream flavors in Japan. So vanilla is universally inoffensive, but there's a place in Tokyo. It's an indoor amusement park called Ice Cream City, where you can sample some very interesting flavors. So they have basil, eggplant, oyster, eel, beef tongue, coal, Indian curry, all flavors <gasps> of ice cream. You can try at ice cream. No. Okay. I have never tasted any of these savory based ice cream flavors. Any of these crazy ones that have come out or any of those, I like, don't know what to even think about it. So is it still sweet? And then just also has that flavor. I've tried a couple savory. Have you? Okay. okay. But they all have an element of like sweetness to them. Okay. But I haven't tried one that's like a curry. I, and I don't, so I don't know, but interesting. And I know a couple years ago that Jenny's ice cream had the everything bagel ice cream that came out. And I okay. heard of multiple people who said it was really good. Like really? it was like yummy and refreshing and like kind of sweet and savory. So uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I haven't tried. Huh. I tried like tomato and basil ice or tomato and balsamic. And I've tried a sweet corn. I've mm-hmm. tried, I feel like there's something else, but the closest that. I've gotten is pistachio ice cream. And I freaking love pistachio oh, yeah. ice cream <laughs> for me. When I first started that, I was like, that's a mistake. And now I'm love it. I understand. It's delish. So then I, based on that, I asked the gals to rank their top five favorite ice cream flavors in honor of the birth of our nation. Yes. Yes. Cause by the time this episode comes up, uh, it will be July 1st. So the first official day of national ice cream month. I love it. So, so that's what we're talking about today. Does anybody want to go first? Should we do starting with number five? Sure. Five, four, three, two, one. We can go up. Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't. Yeah, sure. Okay. Kick us off, Claire. You, you, this is your ice cream, yeah. ice cream episode. You're right. Start so my, my number five is going to be Baskin Robbins peanut butter chocolate. Oh, um, that sounds really good. It used to be yeah. like one of my very favorites when I was younger and I still like it, but I have had it in the past couple of years and it's not as good as it used to be. But for the sake of always being a, um, one I'll, I'll go to and one that really makes me happy. I'm going to keep put it in my top five. I, it, where it really gets me is the ribbons of peanut butter. They really don't skimp and they put, it's like creamy peanut butter in there and it's, mm. it's really yummy. So that'd be my number five. I have not had that in so long. Like, oh my gosh, I've got to go to Baskin Robbins now. Yeah. I used to live next door to one when I lived in uh, LA, which was a great time for me as we know. Yes. Um, and so I would eat a decent amount of that ice cream so at that good. point in my life. Yeah. Okay. My number five, and this is like all, f- I really, I didn't realize that I had so many solid ones in there. Cause I was kind of like, well, will I even be able to do five? No, I've got five heavy hitters. Number five for me, graters, raspberry chocolate chunk, mm. the iconic, if you guys graters, ice cream is a semi-regional ice cream, what but graters and it's the raspberry chocolate chip. And so what? You take them off my house. No, you don't no, have to take it off. You don't have to take it off. If you concur, that's excellent. So for me, it's number, it's my fifth favorite graters, raspberry chocolate chunk. If you guys have access to graters, this is like, I think their most popular flavor. And it's obvious why the chocolate chunks are basically. Oh my God. It is so 
good. It's so good. And the chocolate chunks are basically like little two-story buildings. The sizes are so big. It's huge pieces of chocolate. It's not chocolate chips. It's huge chunks of chocolate. And then the raspberry ice cream itself is just to die for. So if you can get your hands on graters, do it. You know, what's funny is I've had it multiple times and it just doesn't do anything for me. Really? I don't dislike it, but I'm just, I'm always kind of like, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I would say when I tried it, it was like, I, it was years ago. I had just moved to Lexington to go to UK. And I remember, um, my best friend, Nicole, um, from that I met at UK, her and her parents and her younger sister, they grew up she's like from Northern Kentucky. So like when I would go home with her on the weekends, when I was a UK student, um, they lived down the street from like a UDF. So we would like drive down the street and like go to like one of those things and get, you know, like UDF, um, in Northern Kentucky is famous for their like, uh, shakes. It's kind of ice cream. That's like custard. Hmm. But I remember there was like, and they lived like right down the street from this place. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there was one night we had went down there to go get those shakes, but the shake machine for, I don't know what was happening, but it was down. So she was like, oh, we have to get the graders ice cream. And like, at this point I was new enough where I had not heard. Oh yeah. Heard about this. Yeah. I didn't have it till I moved to Kentucky either. I'd never even heard of it. And I had not heard about, you know, like which one's good and which, you know, which one's the best and blah, blah, blah. And that's when my love affair with the raspberry chocolate chip started. But yeah, it's one of my favorites and I do not like fruit ice cream at all. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's and just it so creamy. It's so shockingly good. creamy. Yeah, okay. it is so creamy. Um, okay. So this is really brand specific, but I would say, um, so there is this gelato brand, um, that is called Talenti from Kroger and one of their, one of my favorite, um, kinds from them is their caramel crunch. Mm. And it's basically vanilla gelato swirls of caramel and then like very small little chips of chocolate cookie. It's basically like very small chips of like the cookie part of like an Oreo. Oh, yum. So good. It's so good. Like, but like, just like the, the vanilla ice cream part is so rich. Yum. Talenti is, I sometimes feel I don't deserve it because it's it's so luxurious. Like, I feel like I have to have been just a wonderful human to let myself buy even the small, I mean, their packaging is just gorgeous, but even just the small container, I'm like, Ooh, I'm splurging today. I only buy it when it's like on sale at Kroger. And I'm like, I've been a little girl. I've been a good little girl this week. So I'm going to buy two. (laughs) (laughs) I deserve it. Okay. Talenti in the mix. All right, Claire, what's your four? My four it's, I've really been in a, in My problem is, is I love ice cream too much and there's too many and like just paring it down and picking and choosing feels really wrong. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So for the sake of this exercise, my number four is any flavor because it's sold multiple places of a mocha almond fudge where it's like the Mm -hmm. chocolate coffee with slivered almonds and like chocolate chunks in it. I love it. Baskin Robbins has one. Bluebell has one. Um, It's kind of like a, a common flavor. And I do 
I love it. It's just got all the flavors I love. It's one that I've loved since I was a kid and it still satisfies me today. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's Jamocha almond fudge. Sometimes it's mocha ah. almond fudge, ah. um, depending where you get it, but it's delish. That sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, you were throwing out flavors. I have not thought about in ages. I need I to go know. have a trip down like childhood memory lane and try these delicious flavors. My number, number four is the ice cream. I first fell in love with when I moved to Kentucky, it's the crank and boom, which is a local ice cream shop in Lexington, blackberry buttermilk. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my gosh. It so sounds good. like a, it is so good. It's so good. It's a light purple looking ice cream. So first of all, it's beautiful, but it just has such a rich, fresh blackberry taste, but then it's so creamy because of the buttermilk. Like it's one of the most, like you truly just sit there a moment and you're like, what's happening to my taste buds? Cause they're having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So crank and boom. It is like one of the, I'd say the most iconic Lexington ice cream shops. Um, yes. and it has blown up in popularity in the last couple of years. It has like a cult following blackberry and buttermilk heavenly. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So my number four is Grater's raspberry chocolate chip. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really good. Honestly, um, if you're just looking for like a super rich ice cream, which the super rich desserts, my favorite, you really can't go wrong with any sort of Grater's flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend. Yeah. Love. That's two call outs. Graders sponsor us. We love you guys. Sponsor <laughs> like, your girls on the A Block podcast. Sponsor self-care. You don't even have to pay us. Just pay us an ice cream. Oh, I, um, I think our listeners should like tag this episode and tag graders. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do it. Um, please do it. If you love us, because love. come on, cool. we got to get in there. All right. Number three, we're moving number on three. up. Number three is an ice cream that's very new to me. And I've mentioned it already on this podcast before, and that is milk bars, pie ice cream. It is, it would be higher on my list, but it's just because it's newer to me. So I'm like, it hasn't earned its spot, but like every time I ate it, I was like, oh my God, it's so good. Um, so it's a, it's a vanilla ice cream with swirls of milk bar pie, which is like a chess pie as like butter, sugar, eggs, um, and crushed toasted oat crust in a deep vanilla base with brown butter flavor through out. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I've never even heard of it. This sounds unbelievable. You guys, if you go to your freezer section, I've got to, it's it's truly too overwhelming like the amount of good ice cream that's out there these days. And in the Dallas area, I don't know what's going on, but there's a lot of um, ice cream options here that I did not know existed. And it's honestly overwhelming to me and I love it, but I don't need it. And it takes a lot of self-control not to buy like five different types of ice cream every time I go. Yeah, totally. That's number three. I just want to interject here real quick and say, I know it's July 1st at the time this is airing, but whatever Joe Blow is setting off fireworks in my neighborhood right now can take a freaking hike. Okay. <laughs> it's 926 on a Thursday night in June. It is still June 30th at the time we are recording this, sir. We're not, we're not ready. We're not it's ready not for it. It's, it's not, not time. Good. I know you're excited Somebody about America. Was doing that last night in my neighborhood. And I was like, listen, it's a Wednesday. What are we doing? And they like are very loud. I'm like, are those in our front yard? Okay, perfect. Okay, number three for me is also from Crank and Boom. And it's, I think, their most popular flavor. It's bourbon and honey. 
And what I love about this one is it's so creamy and has that sweet honey flavor, but it is heavy on the bourbon. Like you can definitely taste the bourbon. Like, I don't know if it has legitimate alcohol content, if it could be measured or if you eat like a full tub of it, you might get a little buzz. I don't know. That's what I love about it is that I love anything that's got like a boozy spirit flavor, but this is heavy on the bourbon flavor, but then mixed with the honey, it's like very soothing and creamy and delicious. Yeah, no, it is a good one. Oh, oh yum. So I don't know if I've ever had that flavor. You got to get it. I think I it's one of the first it. flavors they've ever had. And it's kind of basic. It just looks like vanilla, but the flavor is off the charts. Oh, okay. Well, so number three for me, um, and this is kind of generic, but I haven't met a flavor of cheesecake ice cream that I haven't liked. <gasps> oh, okay. yes. Literally anything okay. in everything cheesecake flavored. I love my favorite desserts. Like I've said before, are a very rich dessert, a very rich in flavor, dark chocolate, cheesecake, any sort of ice cream that has any sort of it's cheesecake flavored ice cream and whatever involved. Oh my God. I, it'll be my favorite. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so good. Cheesecake is my favorite dessert of all time. Oh yeah. I love it. <laughs> oh, look at her. She's getting so excited just talking about it. She's I'm like, like, I wish I had a cheesecake. She's like a little child right now. She's like, I could, I could go for some. You guys want to go and get some? <laughs> it is. I, I'm like, that's how I feel about all of these. And with every it's ice cream so we talk about, I'm like, there's so many I'm leaving out. So like, this is, I know. This, this is hard. Is just, this list is trash. Honestly. I feel like we could have top 20. Each of us oh, could have our top 20. For easily. sure. Totally. Because so good. Because as we're talking, I'm having more pop up in my brain that I'm yes. like, oh my gosh. Oh, same. I just, I just changed my list a little bit ago. I was like, oh, wait a second. I was like, what's that called? Yeah. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just so many. Oh, so many options. Okay. Um, All right. What's number two for y'all, Claire? My number two is a tie because like, they're the same thing. And I'm, I'm noticing a, a theme mostly on this list. It's like ice creams that have been with me, except for the last one through almost throughout my whole life. Yes. And so the number two is a tie between coffee and peppermint, um, bluebell, because those are two ice creams that like, I fell in love with, I think ice cream, coffee, ice cream. And then the, the peppermint, the coffee ice cream is just your standard, like mm. tan ice cream, oh. so freaking good. And then the peppermint bluebells, peppermint ice cream is a pink color with red and green candy pieces. And I, and it's only out at Christmas time and it's yes. so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love oh, it. Peppermint ice love, cream is so underrated. Yeah. It's so underrated. I love like a mint chocolate chip. I like a mint ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, me and too. honestly, uh, cookies and cream should be in there too, because cookies and cream <gasps> oh. will never do you wrong. It will never oh. do you wrong. Cookies and cream is so good. It's See, classic. I could do a different list of just not even brands, just basic flavors, the top basic flavors of ice cream. I'm talking yeah, mint yeah. chocolate chip, peppermint, oh, yeah. coffee, black cherry, anything, just like those classic ones or strawberry. I love them all. Love them all. Yep. Okay. Number two for me. And this I am. Well, one and two are a toss up for me. I could, they could go either way. Cause number one that I have on number one is a recent favorite that I've fallen in love with in the last couple of years. This number two, I'm going to say was my number one and could still be, has been for my entire, probably 25 years. Ben and Jerry's cherry Garcia. Oh, good. Cherry, oh, yeah. cherry ice cream with chocolate chunks in it and chunks of real cherries, not maraschino mm, cherries, which yeah. are real, but died. These are like yeah. dark black cherries. It is, 
I have many a time, many a time bought a pint and eaten it in one sitting. I oh, mean, sure. I can't even count how many. Oh, 100%. It's, small. it's too small of a serving. It's too small. Honestly, if you don't eat one pint in one serving, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you pretending to be sad? Cause you don't seem sad Eating to me. Honk. Yeah. Yeah. Ben and Jerry's cherry Garcia. It's, it's my like lifelong favorite, like mm-hmm. decades favorite. Um, so I feel bad putting it number two, but I currently have a one I'm dying for more as my number one. See, so Ben and Jerry's king of all Ben and Jerry's like, Oh yes. Oh, so, I mean, that could be a separate, uh, ranking in itself. I yeah, yeah. So good. So cherry Garcia, mwah, my longtime love. Yum. All right. So my number two is <clears throat> it's from Dairy Queen. It's a um a specific blizzard that is called mm. Chocolate Brownie Extreme. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just got done telling us my favorite desserts are rich. And now her next one is literally has the word extreme in it. <laughs> Chocolate brownie extreme. <laughs> Anything you can kind of be for it to be really over the top. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, it's um chocolate ice cream um like chocolate chunks and then um chunks of brownie in it and it is so good it is mm-hmm. it is probably has been one of my favorite blizzards for years um <laughs> yeah i mean i that's all i really have to say it's like one of my favorites <laughs> oh, what more and is there? i will get the same thing to like, I, I don't know. I've been getting this for probably 10 years, but every single time I go to Dairy Queen, I will get this exact blizzard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And blizzards are so good. Blizzards oh, are so good. Like a whole, if it's, one. there's not a better easy made dessert, but a Dairy Queen blizzard, I'll get it in my head and I can't until I have it. I won't stop. No, thinking. You for me, it's always know. chocolate chip cookie dough or strawberry cheesecake. I get Oreos. Oh. Oh, Oreo. Oh, see again, the cookies and cream can't go wrong. That's it's, good too. That's a classic. All right. We're down to our number ones guys. And right. we've given some pretty awesome answers and awesome inspiration for your ice cream adventures this month. That's right. Um, my number one, I've mentioned it, I think before on this as well, but I've had it literally, I've had it two times ever. And I think about this ice cream and I hope one day I get to have it again. And it is the <laughs> fresh mint ice cream from Sweet Rose Creamery in Brentwood, California. It, oh. The best thing I've ever had. It tastes like fresh mint. And it's oh. the most delicious ice cream. I mean, like, I don't know how I, and like it's it's at an ice cream shop in California. And what well, am I supposed to do? That speaks to how iconic it must be that you, you think about it out there. It's it's one, I mean, I love it. And it's it's the ice cream that really, it made such an impact on me. I'll never forget it. So that's my number one. And all right, it, we, if we create an A block bucket list of things we got to do once this thing obviously takes off and we get wildly rich and famous is we're going to Brentwood, California. We're getting freshman ice cream, we're yeah, going to sweet are. roast creamery, and we're going to live hell it up. Yeah. I do want to, you know, they, there's that company gold belly where you can like order from any restaurant in the United States and they'll send it to you. Okay. They, <sighs> they still have it. Okay. I just. So uh, just really quick, oh, they have fresh mint chip now. So now they have a chip. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that, but they've got matcha strawberry ice cream. They've got dairy-free blueberry cornbread ice cream, 
So that's their interesting ones right now. You, and then they have like a bunch of other ones, but they always had like really interesting ice cream flavor. All right, I'll go. Let's just go. All right, All right. let's do it. We're going. See y'all. And then I'm free to leave um, right now. Yeah. Happy fourth. So that's, that's my, my number one. Oh, heaven. Okay. I love that. Okay. Number one for me is my current favorite. And I was literally just speaking for far too long about it to Jacqueline at lunch yesterday. Yes, you were. I know exactly what you're going to say. Oh, I'm (laughs) hot on this ice cream's trail. I get, it will ruin my, I love to grocery shop and it will ruin my grocery shopping experience if they don't have it at Kroger. And oftentimes they are sold out. It is Kroger private selection brand. Okay. Yes. Bourbon brown Mm. butter truffle. Oh, what? It has chunks of like caramel in it. It has chunks of chocolate in it. It has this, that, you know, that brown butter flavor, you know, when you have like a brown butter chocolate chip cookie, just the brown butter. And then the, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. Y'all private selection. It's Kroger brand. It's that one brand they have. And it is, if they have it in stock, just buy it. Just trust me. I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah. Do it. Private selection, bourbon, brown butter truffle. It is shocking how good it is. Shocking. You're like, how is this a store brand? How? And I was just telling Jacqueline and at lunch yesterday, Jacqueline goes adding it to my click list right now. Kroger. I have not hit checkout yet, but I will in a few days. Oh, you'll die. More things on my list. But yeah, it's, it's shocking. Like, uh, yeah. Wait, you guys, before we do Jacqueline's flavors, have y'all heard of salt and straw? It's an ice cream company. Mm -mm. They're, They're in Florida and California, I think. And I was just looking at their flavors. Listen to these flavors that they have for this month. Okay. Okay. Cinnamon and honey fried chicken, baked brie and fig cheesecake. Oh dear God. In. <laughs> I'm on chocolate. a plane right now. Chocolate, I'm on a plane. I, I know. Chocolate nocino. Don't know what that is. Cherry pie. Sure. Deviled sure. egg custard with smoke, smoked black tea and pink rosé and watermelon sorbet. What? Like, what? Okay, I'm in. I guess we're going on an ice cream crawl in California. Doing it. And then they have I strawberry guess so. honey balsamic with black pepper, cold brew coffee cashew praline, pear and blue cheese. Are these people okay? How do they have the time to taste test and craft these recipes? Honey lavender? Oh my oh God. God. <laughs> oh okay, my Jacqueline, God. I'm sorry. Time for you to go. Number one, just help us put us out of our misery. Okay. Um, my number one ice cream of all time. Um, because I just, I love my experience every time I go there and I never get it. But when I do, I'm just like, this is such a godsend. It is. Cold Stone's birthday cake remix. It is my oh. favorite. It is so good. It's got the like the cream, um, the sweet cream flavored ice cream. It's got everything I love: brownie chunks, sprinkles, a little fudge, sometimes a little caramel if you want to throw it in there, and if you want to add a little extra, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. I mean, Ooh. you really cannot go wrong. It is so good. It is my favorite. I think that cold stone is probably one of my, if not my favorite, one of my favorite, um, ice cream shops. 
of all time, just because of how rich all their flavors are. Oh my gosh. Uh, my order always is birthday cake ice cream with chopped up strawberries in it. When I go to cold stone, it is like, tastes like strawberry shortcake. It is unreal. Oh, cold stone. Come through. I haven't been there in so long, but you know, my first, when I came to Lexington, was it my job interview or was it my quick trip back to find an apartment? I don't know. I was there. I was staying one night. I was staying at a little hotel off of Winchester road in Hamburg. Okay. And I went over to that cold stone that's over there kind of in Hamburg and got ice cream. And that's like one of my first Lexington memories. I know. <laughs> little baby Claire didn't know where I was, but I wanted ice cream. Isn't that a fun experience first move to a new place? It's terrifying and stressful, the whole thing. But then when you've been there a few years and you think back to your original thoughts of the place or, Oh, I can't believe I shopped at that store when I first yeah. moved here. Cause it's the only gas station I saw or the only grocery store near me. And now it's like, I never go on that side of town or I never it's, I love that little memory. Cold stone. Yeah. Okay, guys. So there's your, your ice cream talk. Um, let us know if you, uh, have some opinions weigh in. We'd love to hear about it. If you know of any really good flavors out there, we need to try, please. I beg of you. Let me know because I am please. up to the task. Tag us like tag us tag well, graders while you're at it. Tag graders. <laughs> okay. Wait one brand, just like an honorable mention for me. Um, and this is super niche cause that's very Midwest. Um, but it's called Oberweiss and it, oh, it never is heard of it. so good. Okay. So growing up, um, outside of Chicago, Oberweiss was like one of those like, um, brands where they would like deliver milk to you, but it would, the milk was like old fashioned. It was like in the glass bottles, oh, cool. like, regular milk, chocolate milk, strawberry milk. And then you would get it delivered. And then you would just like exchange the new milk for like the glass. Oh my God. So, and then they eventually started making ice cream when they opened up all these shops and the, it's like, the ice cream is like custard. Oh, love. Where it's love like super thick. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite kind of ice cream. <laughs> and that's my favorite kind of ice cream. <laughs> uh, well, clearly we could get excited. <laughs> I'm thinking of more things I could say about ice cream. I feel like we could actually talk about ice cream for a long, long time. I feel oh like that God. could this could just become an ice cream podcast. Every episode, we just delve into one specific flavor. The pros, could, the cons, the best we could, brands. We could sample. Should we rebrand? Should we we become an ice cream, ice cream podcast called the ice block? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the ice block. Our first new episode is called two shits on the floor. Um, (laughs) anyway, yeah, from, from, uh, what all the, the lactose is going to be. Yes. Hey, sorry. If you're lactose intolerant, we are not the podcast for you. Hate it. Hate it. Okay. Um, real quickly, I did want to give you guys a quick update on the true crime book I mentioned last week yes. um, that I mentioned off the top of the show as well. I wanted to update you guys. I'm obsessed with this book. It's 500 pages and I've, I'm like 400 pages in. It's so good. It is trailed. And then the second part of the title is like one woman's quest to, sh- to solve the unsolved Shenandoah murders. Mm-hmm. And it's by author Catherine Miles. Now that I'm 400 pages into it, could not recommend it enough. The author, she is a fantastic writer and it's just a new way to experience true crime because it is so in depth. You know, when you watch a one hour show about something, there is a lot of information in there, but there's so much they can't fit in because humans don't speak fast enough to 
give you yeah, all the info. Yeah. So reading it yeah. in this form is the first time I've read a true crime book and I'm really enjoying it. There was also a picture section in the middle, even on the digital version, which I'm reading on the Libby app. And I love that. I was like, look at this. They show you picture, you know, cause it's, it's about an unsolved murder, unsolved murders of two women in a um, park in Virginia and there's maps included. So they give you the full rundown. It's, you know, you can kind of see it as well. I am loving it. I've got about a hundred pages left, but I was like, I think I've seen it on some book lists lately. Cause it's a relatively new book. Mm-hmm. Um, read it. If you have the chance to, if you're into true crime at all, or, and it's not scary, like it's not too much, at least for me. And there's no gore in it. Even when she talks about the actual crimes, it has not been too much in any way that she doesn't delve into anything too crazy. Um, so yes, I'm so glad, you know, cause last week I was kind of on the fence about it. Like, eh, I've started this book. What do y'all think? But now that I'm really into it, I'm Highly, highly recommend it. I, I may start reading more in this genre, a genre that I'm like, I watch a lot of shows, but I wouldn't think I'd want to read about it, but I do. And it's so good. So Trailed by Catherine Miles. Um, she's a fantastic writer. That's good to know. I thought about that book this past week, wondering if it was interesting or not. And it's if you really liked good. it. So yeah, yeah, I'm interested. To I, added, try and- I added that list or that book to my list. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then, um, and it talks, it, I just got more into the content of it because it talks about the safety of women in state and national parks, places where you think when I'm out in nature, I'm safe. And then why that might not always be the case. So it is a little, a little unnerving, but it just, you know, the, that's how it is with every true crime thing though. I feel like that's why we all like it so much is because it makes you feel more in control because you feel yeah. like, okay, I would know how, you know, I, I am looking out for warning signs and things. And I think it's doing that in this book as well. So Anyway, that's the update. Just want to drop that real quick. Um, so my topic, uh, I currently, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just honestly feeling very overwhelmed with all of the TV I need to be watching. Oh, there's so, oh no, 100%, 100%. You like all of the sudden, like we kind of went through a lull for like a month or two. And now I feel like there are so many new shows out and this is this goes beyond, I mean, obviously currently I'm watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Dubai, mm-hmm. Southern Charm, and um, Ultimate Girls Trip. So this goes beyond even that. And even that, yes. I'm like, I cannot keep up. I'm like, what now night you're is stretch it? stretch too thin as it is. What day is it? I don't have the time. I'll eventually make the time, but it's just like, <laughs> I feel like there's so much fun. <laughs> and, you know- only murders in the building is back. And then I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, there's like these other series on Netflix that I've been wanting to watch. And then there's, um, Oh my God. What is it? There's it. There's that one show. I think it's on Amazon prime. That's a show that's based on a book about teenagers that everyone's been obsessed with. It's like something the summer I turned pretty. Yes. Have, yeah. have you oh, yes. Watching that? It, it, it doesn't appeal to me, but it, I know a lot of people have been watching it. Yeah, I have. I have not watched it either. I've thought about it. And every review I've seen has been the same from any blogger or anyone that I've seen. They were like, it's so stupid, but you can't stop watching. So if you're <laughs> looking for something that you don't have to pay total attention to that you can watch and agree it's stupid, but you can't stop watching at the same time. This is a perfectly light ish bingeable show. It's cringeworthy, but apparently not like not senior year cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, I want to watch this show just because I want to know what everyone's talking about. I know. I always, and even I, if it's a show, I wouldn't have been that interested in. I'm like, when everybody's watching it at the same time, it's like, well, I don't want to be left out. Yeah. Well, 
so then going, you know, adding on to the shows, um, I, I think it was maybe earlier this week or late last week, um, it was announced that Mauricio Umansky and two of his daughters will um, be featured on, well, a Netflix reality show will be totally about them and their agency. Um, Maurizio owns um, the agency that's based in Beverly Hills. And this reality show will will kind of be, I guess, uh, going off of Selling Sunset, but just based in Beverly Hills. Mauricio is um, married to Kyle yes, Richards. Kyle Richards. Yes. Yes. yes, yes and yes. so it's his wife, um, Kyle's oldest daughter, Farah, who is um, from a previous relationship. So Mauricio is technically her stepdad. And then they're Mauricio's and um, Kyle's oldest daughter, Alexia. So Mauricio, Farah, and Alexia will be featured. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm really excited. Um, I love a show that will just give us some real estate porn. Love it. Live uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Can't wait to watch. Love. Um, I think this is a great thing for real, real housewives. I think that this show could potentially open the door for, um, uh, current Real Housewives that maybe should not be on the Real Housewives anymore that should maybe uh, transition it as something else. I think that this uh-huh. could potentially, I don't know, this could just, we'll just see where it goes, but I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, and then something else I just wanted to quickly mention, um, if you have watched any seasons of the Real Housewives previously, of any of the cities, any of the seasons, and you are not watching the ultimate girls trip, what are you doing? It's really good. What are you doing? It's a, it's just, it's like, it's like a comforting thing to watch. Um, Adra is so problematic on Atlanta, but in this, she is hysterical. I mean, she is so fucking funny. I mean, it is so like her side comments and her confessionals are so hilarious. She is funny. She, like I keep saying, she's just really charming. Like I love watching her. You're just like, and she seems like a lot of fun on this trip. And I just, yeah. Oh my God. I'm enjoying watching her. I know her side comments. Like there was, um, Oh my God. I don't know. Like, it, like I was dying. I like die laughing at this, at the show, which I like, I'm not embarrassed to say because it's only when Phaedra is like giving her side comments. And that's when it's like the funniest to me. But when Brandy was talking to the server and she was shocked that the male server was married to the female server. And she was like, well, I thought she was a lesbian. And then Phaedra goes, well, why do you think she was a lesbian? And then Brandy goes, because of her eyebrows. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, those le- lesbian eyebrows. <laughs> and then everyone was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, like what? What a statement. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> That's so and then funny. and then at one point Dorinda was like feeding Phaedra, and then in Phaedra's confessional, Phaedra goes, Phaedra was like talking, like they were just like referencing like how hot it was, and like the producers like had edited it to like make it like funny. And then in um Phaedra's 
confessional, Phaedra goes, was talking about Dorinda's finger. And she goes, yeah, Dorinda can stick that finger right up my ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Love it. I it's know, like, but just, oh. but, and it's so it sounds crass, but just the way she says it is so funny. And I just I cannot I truly cannot get enough. Yeah, she's she is making it. I mean, all the ladies are, are de- really delivering, but she is a standout for sure. Yeah. 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 Claire okay. also, thank you for, um, I know this was like several months ago now that we did that book episode where we just talked about books we were reading and gave recommendations. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Um, but the Royal, we, I know I was so talking about this the other day, Claire. Yes. It is so good. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm telling okay. you. Already halfway through the second book in that series. And the first book was almost 700 pages. Yeah, they're not short, but, and I'm glad they're not because like you don't want it to end. No, the first time I like, I was, I clicked in a few pages in my app and I was like 677 pages. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, that's dumb. And then I'm like, 30% the way through. And I'm like, this is only 677 pages. I'm like, that's unfair. <laughs> it's like, the book is so good. If you're looking for like a fun read over the summer and you love the Royals, you know, Megan, to me, parts of the book very much gave me vibes of like Megan and Harry and like, I don't know. It's a true, like it's a hybrid of hybrid, right? William and Kate and Megan and Harry, like they, it's like they mixed it all into kind of like it all. I just just added it to the Libby app for me. Excellent. Okay, cool. Oh my God. You've got to Haley. It is so good. And especially when we talked about like the, um, you know, the documentary, like it's just, I think the book does a really good job of kind of delving into what happens behind the scenes, whether it's real or not. I don't, it feels real. So whatever, but it's just, it's so good. Like it's, and it's so much more than just a love story. It's like friendship and I don't know. It's really good. I was like totally obsessed. I truly cannot put it down. And I'm the same way with this book. I've been a little busy this week, but like every time I'm like, I have like a free 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm just going to read like five pages. (laughs) That's the true sign of a good book. When it's like, even if I don't have an hour to dedicate to this, I don't care. I got to read a couple of, couple of pages. I'm like, just one chapter. <laughs> just one chapter. That's been me in this, in that trailed book. I've stayed up to like 1 a.m. a couple of nights reading it because I can't stop. That's the yeah. best. It's yeah, such it a good, it's so good. And you never feel guilty. You never wake up the next day and you're like, stayed up way too late reading. No, uh-uh. It's always worth it. It is. It is. The Royal We. It is the chocolate brownie extreme of books for Jacqueline this week. <laughs> it is. It's like chocolate brownie extreme with like cheesecake ice cream for me. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like that. That's quite a recommendation. All right, guys, it is time for our weekly favorite things and self-care. It is brought to you by our friends at Grater's Ice Cream. Just trying to speak it into existence. Uh-huh. I love that. It's absolutely it. great and natural. Manifesting it. Um, no, we wish graders or any ice cream company. If you'd like to sponsor us, we're serious. We'll eat your product and Ooh. we will sing it. Craig and boom. We'll take you. Frank and boom. We love you. Hi. It would be an honor. It would be an honor. Okay. So my favorite this week is actually a freebie I got from Sephora, which is why I love their freebie and their offers thing where you, they always have those fun, different codes where you can get a free sample size of something or a free trial size. This is quite possibly, it was one of those. It was like a $25 purchase, put in code, you know, summer or whatever. Yeah. I put it in. I got 
It's huge. It's not a sample. It's like, it looks like a bottle of hand cream. It is Isle of Paradise. Oh my God. I love it. It is their new, I know I do too. I like to use their drops, um, in like my face cream. They've now come out with a self tanning butter. Ooh. It just looks like lotion and it goes on like lotion. I've been putting it on. I've, I've tested it this week. Cause I want to see, does it actually tan? Does it smell yeah. weird? Does it take forever to dry? No, I think this might be my Holy grail of self tanning products because wow. I've used self tanning gels or lotions in the past. And that's my favorite way to apply. I started using the foam at Jacqueline's recommendation this year, and I've really enjoyed it. But for some reason, like sometimes I'm like, I'm too tired to do it. I just can't do it. This I've put it on in the morning. Cause it doesn't transfer. So it's Isle of Paradise self-tanning butter. And this is, you know, they have like three shades. This is the green shade. It just feels like, and it's a squeeze bottle. It's not butter that you have to dip your hand into, which I hate that. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yes. It has no smell, no self-tanner smell. It soaks in really, really quickly. So I've put it on the last two days in the morning when I've gotten out of the shower, hasn't transferred to anything. And I wore a white dress the other day. Um, (laughs) And it actually is giving me really good color. I did two applications before I really saw us. It's not going to be as much as a self tanner, like a true self tanner, like foam. It's not that dramatic of a difference, except I used it two days in a row and I've seen a big difference. So I'm like very pleasantly surprised. I just thought, Oh, I'll try that. And I thought it was going to be a little bitty sample size. It's like a full hand cream size. Like I've been able to, like, I bet I have another six applications left in it. Um, very pleasantly surprised. So Isle of Paradise, self-tanning butter. Um, if you, if they've still got the free sample available, take it. If not buy the small bottle and try it for yourself. Cause I've been very shocked and love it this week. So great. That's good. Yes. To know. Okay. I know. I know. I just, I love the application of a thing. that's just, it. it's not, I love adding new things to my life, like a self-tanner, but not something that I have to add a new step to my routine. This, I just put it on in place of lotion. Right. And that's what it says in the instructions. It just says, use this in place of your regular lotion. So it doesn't take any extra time. I don't have to wait for it to dry. Love it. Okay. Okay. Yes. So try that out. Um, my self-care this week is I went to the workout class I went to tonight was a bar class and it is the first bar class I have been to in a decade in a full 10 years. I thought about, (laughs) I've been to one bar class ever besides this one tonight. And it was when I lived in Knoxville and my friend Casey and I went and I said, I hated that. And I will never go back again. I didn't like it. I was shaken. I felt embarrassed. I don't like this. Uh, no. So I never went back. And then this week when I was like, I'm getting back in the gym, it fit my time. It was perfect right after work. And I thought, what am I doing? Just get in there. You know what? If I hate it this time, I'll just know, you know what? It's not for me. Right. I was shaking like a leaf, just shaking like a leaf when they make you do those little movements. But I actually very much enjoyed it. Very much Good. enjoyed it. Cause I could tell like it burns. And I love that feeling when then I know I'm actually getting something and then tomorrow I'll be sore and stuff. So I was very proud of myself for going outside of my comfort zone and trying something that, cause I have a hard time trying new things that I'm not already good at, which, um, means you'll never get good at anything else or ever try anything. So I'm trying to break that <laughs> habit. Um, so I just was like, you know, I'm freaking doing it. And I went and actually really am proud of myself for doing that and actually really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of excited to see how sore I am and maybe make it part of my workout routine occasionally. You know, it's not, it wasn't the most heart pumping 
as like a cycle class or, you know, a, you know, a hit class, but I still really enjoyed it. I, I, I want to, the older I get, the more I want to focus on toning <laughs> just to kind of, well, you, know. you know, I, I think I had a similar relationship with bar where I was like the, after the first time I did it, I was like, I'm never doing it again. Yes. Um, I was like, I, I tried it. Do anything. Yeah. It was just torture. And that was that. Um, yeah. but then I, I've grown to, to really like it as well. And like to incorporate it a bar class here and there. I don't go always, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I'm proud of you for getting out of your comfort zone. It's not easy to do. It's not. Yeah. And I was so I happy afterwards. Classes. I, for whatever reason, sometimes trying a new gym <sighs> can just be so like fucking intimidating. It's like, oh, yeah. where do I put my water bottle? Like what? it's a whole process of fear. Yeah. It's like, so many questions. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. And so, and I thought, Haley, I'm really proud of you. When I sat on the toilet and peed for a solid 45 seconds, when that class was over, <laughs> I thought, look at you, you have done it. So yeah, that was me. Very good. Very Thank good. You. Look at me. Okay. Claire, I'm intrigued by your first, what, what it says on our rundown is your favorite. I need to hear full details. Yeah. You need to well, share right now. You need to explain. I, 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 was, need, I, need, to I, I need to have the, oh, I was going to try and give the name. So my favorite thing is my new Ugg sandals that I bought. Okay. Um, so you know how like a year or two ago, uh, the foam Birkenstocks were in um, fashion. It was like, you know, they were like the foamy type Birkenstocks. Well, it's the same yeah. type of um, material, but it's Uggs. Hold on. Let me just grab it and show you. Cause I- okay. Because for some reason in my head, when when it just said Ugg sandals, I was like, "Uh oh, are these furry but have toe? Like you can put your toes out." I was like, "Uh oh, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. They're oh cute, and so they're foam. They're really comfortable. They have straps. So cute, and I really like them. That's like a hybrid between like a Birkenstock and like those cloud slides that everyone's wearing. Yes, yeah, totally." So this is oh, cool. And I love them. They're, they're really cute. They're yeah, called you. I, I want to look them up right now. They're called, I up. think the, <laughs> on the box, it says W sport. Yeah. Y-E-A. Ooh. W sport. Mm. Oh yeah. Of uh, women's sport. Yeah. Ava. Yeah. And I got it off of Amazon and they were $59. So you know, not terrible, but pretty good. I just, I was in desperate need of some like shoes just like this. I used to have the knockoff foam Birkenstocks, but my cat chewed in. So they oh, were you just, had white ones of those. I yeah. remember them. They and were so in them. and so, and the luxury of those is you can get them wet. You can yes. just spray them off when you're done. When it's So these are very similar. And I think these are a little more durable and I'm just going to keep them away from the cat. So he does not chew on them. Um, so yeah, I love them. I've been wearing them like crazy ever since I got them. I highly recommend. I did. I got them like a week and a half ago and I, they're my number one shoe. They're my mm-hmm. number one shoe. They're my number one shoe. They look like they're incredibly soft and cozy. They are. And they're so comfortable. I Ugh. um did some canvassing, some campaign canvassing for a candidate here in town. And I wore those all day long. My feet never hurt. They never got hot. It was like, the oh, perfect fine. That's thing. so good. Cute. Okay. Ugh. Love you. Then my self-care is something I'm newly obsessed with and I'm going for the third time tomorrow. And that's on Fridays for me. I go to this 5:30 yoga class 
it's just about 20 minutes of some light yoga. And then it's 40 minutes of a sound bath. And it is the sounds like I'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with it. Like I, if you've never done a sound bath, I really recommend it. I had never done it, but had been interested in it and finally did it about three weeks ago. The gym I go to here, um, shout out jungle. I love jungle and our jungle community. Um, it's truly the most aesthetically pleasing gym I've ever seen in my entire life, but they do a lot of different types of yoga classes and they do this sound bath one. And it's just like, it's so relaxing. You just lay there and I cover my face with like a little eucalyptus towel and Mm -hmm. the instructor plays these musical instruments, like these bowls and the sound waves really do like encompass you. And Mm -hmm. I, it's like a meditation type thing. And I've never been great at meditating, but the sound it's like, the sound is so all encompassing that you have no choice. You, you really can't think of anything else. And yeah, it like, it's, it's like so relaxing. I feel just as after the first one, I said, I was transported. (laughs) Like I really was. It's just like you go. And that was just to herself in the mirror, in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't talking to anybody. (laughs) Like I was Um, transported. That's so cool. Yeah. So I really love it. It feels great. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. And it just, yeah. You feel just like rejuvenated. I don't know. It's just, I, I love it. It's not for everybody. It is a little woo woo ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, there's no chanting. There's no anything. Okay. Like I'm sure yeah. there are different types. He doesn't the one. And I like, love this instructor. His name is Sean. And there's something about him that like, I just like, am so at uh, ease in his presence. Yeah. So it's just a, a very soothing Thing. So excellent. No. So I've heard of sound baths and seen, I've watched some YouTube videos of sound baths at night when I couldn't sleep, but I've always wondered like, what would it be like to be in a real class? Okay, cool. I actually am so appreciative. You've taken one and love it because that's yes. really cool. Cause I, yeah, I'm not good at meditating either, but I have sometimes at the end of hot yoga classes, I'll go to a hot yoga place here. And sometimes they'll leave like five or 10 minutes and they'll put on music and you just lay there and it is so relaxing. Yes. And oh. it's very much like that, except yeah, heightened. Where yes. you are in the most relaxed because you do, it's kind of like a yoga class for the purpose of why yoga was invented. Cause you know, yoga mm-hmm. is invented for you to stretch so you can pray essentially for, so mm. your body is like ready to like accept, you know, whatever gifts are going to come your way. And you can, you're in a state where you've gotten all of this energy out and everything. And now you can be still and pray or meditate. Mm. And so that's kind of how this is. It's like, you do the stretching, you do all that. So then you can just lay there and receive the prayer restoration, the restoration, the restorative properties. Okay, cool. So I, I recommend it. If you're interested, give it a try. If you're interested, head to the jungle in Dallas, Texas. It's truly the greatest gym. I cannot recommend it enough. If we happen to have anybody who actually lives in Dallas um, that listens, um, go to jungle. It's in Bishop Arts and it's amazing. Sorry, Ollie agrees with you. My yes. dog is barking. He agrees with you. <laughs> no, I've seen just real quick. I just, I've seen clear post pictures of the jungle on her Instagram story. And the couple times you've done it, I'm like, is she in a freaking secret garden right now? Like, wow. Like it, it's the most gorgeous looking like space. The one t- picture times you posted pictures. And so I'm like, no wonder it's called jungle. Yeah. It's great. I love it. It's a really pretty place. It is. All right. 
True. Jacqueline. Um, okay. So my favorite thing this week is, um, so we all know that us gals here on the A block love our coconut LaCroix. Yeah. Love. Okay. Okay. But have you tried a coconut latte? Ooh, no, I have. I've gotten like coconut creamer, like coconut yeah. milk creamer. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, um, when I was on uh vacation, like a week or two ago, we went to Savannah, Tybee Island, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the little coffee shops that I had walked to their special was, um, coconut flavoring and they did like a coconut latte. And I'm like, Oh my God, that sounds so good. Yeah. So ever since I have been absolutely obsessed <laughs> with trying to put coconut in my coffee roll, technically my espresso. Yes. And so, um, my, the ruling on my favorite coconut, um, coffee slash espresso flavoring Mm -hmm. is, um, sugar-free, the, um, coconut cream and it's by coffee mate. Um, Oh, I've had that. And it is so good. It is my favorite. Yes. Um, yeah, I tried, I have tried, um, like a coconut flavor, like almond milk one. It, it just does not, I'm sorry. Not enough. I, I, if you're lactose intolerant, like you're just not going to like this podcast overall because <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what to tell you at this point because, um, we are highly tolerant of lactose. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just got to sacrifice your, you know, your, your intestines. Um, but yeah, so it is like my favorite thing. I've made a coconut latte at home every day since I bought it. And I literally (laughs) bought it the day we got back. I went to Kroger like in the days and bought a few things. Yeah. So it's my favorite thing. Love it. Um, it. No, I have had that, but I, it's been a couple of years and no, I remember being, I kind of bought it on a whim. Yes, it is so and, I, good. and it's the perfect summer thing. Like, yeah, it's just coconut enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember it being I, very good. I highly, and I mean, you'll obviously like it. If, if you like the coconut LaCroix, I mean, you will like this. Like there mm-hmm. is no question. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, so my self-care of the week is. Okay. The past few weeks, I have been literally all over the place Mm -hmm. traveling. I've had family in town. I don't know. Like my sleep schedule has just been up and down. I don't know. Not a schedule, not a schedule, (laughs) not been a schedule. Yeah. So, um, this week I have been really trying, um, some days succeeding, especially in the morning, uh, not succeeding. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am really trying to get back on like a normal sleep schedule to where like, no matter what day it is, like I'm going to bed at this time, waking up at this time sort of vibe. So I don't know. I'm just trying to get myself back on that. When I go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, especially like Monday through Friday is what I, I don't know. I just find for me personally, that is like when I feel the best. So it's huge. It's huge. I'm just trying to, uh, get myself back on that. So good. Yeah. Routine is important. 
And especially the older we get, it's like losing sleep. And especially when it's a, a couple weeks at a time, like, like you said, you've just been super busy and not on a routine. It's like, it takes a while to get out of that. Like it takes a while to adjust. It's not like when we were in high school and it's like, I stayed out, I slept over at my friends and I was up till three and I just slept today and now I'm fine again. It's like, no, mm -mm, those days are gone. Oh my God. That would take me a week. Oh, for sure. Solid. Mm -mm. Oh, good. Now it's raining outside where I am. So no more fireworks for you, Joe, or whoever. Uh Sorry. Wait till the fourth friend. Party's over. (laughs) All right, y'all. That does it for us this week. Thank you for listening to the A Block. As we said, follow us on Instagram. If you don't already, it's a great way to stay up to date on, yeah, if we're going to have an episode drop a day later than normal, or if we want to take your questions or whatever, follow us on Twitter as well. Send us an email, theablockpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have a new sponsor that is strictly in the ice cream game like we are. Maybe even lactate graders, you know, lactate. Oh, love it. Uh, I'm on board. I love a little tape. (laughs) (laughs) Love a little tape. All right. We love you guys. Give us a follow, tag your friends, listen. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.